Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. I'm Dr. Karen and I'm here to support you to create health in your life. I want to give a special shout out to everybody that has given me a five-star rating on my podcast. It really helps us and I'm so grateful and it's a sign to me that this is working and that I should keep doing this. So thank you so much. And I just request that if you love these podcasts and they're really helpful to you, please give me a five-star rating because it really helps get the word out. And that's why I do what I do. So I am going to be delivering these podcasts at a regular time each week so that you can tune in to your favorite station, which is Dr. Karen Health Talks. You know, I've always wanted to be a talk show host, so now I officially am. So on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, I am going to be delivering my Dr. Karen Health Show. So you can just count on it every single week at 1 p.m. Pacific and tune in to your favorite podcast. So today's topic I am going to revisit sugar addiction. Yes, I am. It's a, a topic that is near and dear to my heart. As many of you know, I consider myself a recovering sugar addict. And my journey has led me to be really fascinated to help other people. Of course, that's how we tend to be the greatest help when we've been through something ourselves. So it is a real thing, sugar addiction. It's something we don't often talk about. We certainly talk about alcohol addiction and even uh, food addiction, I would say. But sugar addiction specifically, I don't see a lot written about. And many of us are suffering in silence because let's face it, we can buy all the sugary foods we like and we could sit in our car and eat it or we could silently sneak it at home and no one needs to know. We can just feed our addiction. But the problem with that is there's then so much shame and guilt and and frustration and defeat associated with that. So I consider myself a sugar buster coach. That's what I call myself, a sugar buster coach. And I do it with a really firm understanding of what this thing is so that we can be in control of it in our life. We can understand it and it's not our fault. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is it is not willpower. It is not about just saying, oh, I'm going to stop. Because if that was the case, you would. Our brain is hijacked by sugar. What do I mean by that? It means that when we have refined sugars, that sugars that spike our blood sugar up and down and up and down, it is directly affecting the neurotransmitters, not just in our brain, but in our whole body. Serotonin and dopamine, these all just get activated when we have foods that are high in sugar, and that becomes very addictive. Now, a Krispy Kreme donut is a good example. It is a perfect combination of sugar and fat. And then when it's warm, it affects the neurotransmitters even more. And for those of you that are thinking about a Krispy Kreme donut now and thinking how great that would be, there would be my example of how food can just really spike our neurotransmitters and ask for more and more and more. Imagine those little neurotransmitters saying, oh, this is so good. Give me more, more, more. That's how it works, folks. So the first thing I want you to know is it's not about willpower. It is not your fault. It is about chemistry. And so what you can do and what I do in my life is I balance my neurochemistry throughout the day. 
And there are many ways to balance your neurochemistry. And yes, food is one, but I'm here to tell you there are many other lifestyle factors to balance your neurochemistry. And that's what I do as a sugar buster coach. I bring in all the elements that keeps your neurotransmitters in balance. Now, I could go into great science of this, but science is just information and it's good for understanding, but it doesn't change behavior. So I'm going to focus on the behaviors today that balance your neurochemistry. And yes, the first behavior is the food we eat. Food is medicine. And the secret is to eat protein with every meal and snack. Because when you eat protein, protein is filled of amino acids. And amino acids are often the precursor of these wonderful neurotransmitters in our body. One particularly being serotonin, the neurotransmitter uh, that we all know. It's the neurotransmitter that helps us feel good and keeps our cravings at bay. Tryptophan is the amino acid that's a precursor of serotonin. So when you focus on protein with every meal and snack, and then you add some slow carbohydrates, veggies and salads with every meal and snack, then you're giving your neurotransmitters the optimal opportunity to stay in balance. Now, again, I could go into a lot of the science of it, but I just want to give you behaviors right now. If you change that one behavior, think about protein. And if you're a vegetarian, you have your own protein sources. There's protein for every person and you can make it your own individual choice. So protein with every meal and snack is the first thing and keep that uh, neurotransmitters in balance. Next thing is exercise. I'm here to tell you physical activity every day is the way to balance your neurochemistry. It's one of the greatest antidepressants around. And choose exercise that brings pleasure because if you add pleasure and fun and joy to your physical activity, that's changing your neurotransmitters as well. There's actually a vitamin P, P for pleasure, that many of us have forgotten about because we're working so hard and we're pushing our body and we're depriving our body of that vitamin P. So Many of you know I do a boot camp every day. I start my day with a boot camp and we're back in person now, which is wonderful. And we know each other and we do high fives and there's great music and it's just so joyful. So I get my workout done and I get the joy and pleasure thanks to uh, my wonderful Fit Body Boot Camp. But you choose yours. It might be dancing. You don't have to go to a group. It might be dancing while you're cleaning the house. It might be taking your dog for a walk, which I do that too. So make sure your exercise is a little brisk, getting your heart rate up a bit, get a little sweat going, because that does help with the effectiveness. In fact, one of the number one ways to preserve our brain is with a 30-minute brisk walk at least three times a week. So we've got our food. We've got our physical activity every day. And this is nothing like, nothing I'm talking about is probably new to you, but what I'm focusing on is the goal of balancing our neurochemistry and being in charge of feeling good and feeling optimal and, and creating health in our physical and emotional and mental health. The next one is water. Water, water, water. Drink at least 88.0 ounces of water every day. We need to be flushing out the toxins in our body. Otherwise, they just sit there and create inflammation in the body that is a downward cascade for every chronic disease. So drink at least 80 ounces of water. So the other way to balance your neurochemistry is with sunshine. 
and getting at least 20 minutes out in the brilliant sunshine every day. Now, if you're in northern states that doesn't get sunshine every day, then make sure you get those full spectrum light bulbs. Now, I'm talking about seasonal affective disorder called SAD. Up in cer certain latitudes, north of a certain latitude, you are more prone to get seasonal affective disorder from lack of sunshine. And that's when you need those full spectrum light bulbs. Or if you work night shift and you're not getting sunlight, this is something to introduce into your lifestyle, full spectrum light bulbs. Just Google them, you can find them anywhere. Full spectrum light bulbs. The other way is with social connections. Last year I was so concerned about the term social distancing because social connections are so important to our humanness, to our mental, emotional and physical health. And connections, meaningful connections with other humans and animals is so important to our neurochemistry. It boosts our oxytocin, serotonin and many other hormones in our body and reduces that cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So making sure you have good, important, meaningful physical interactions is another very important part of balancing your neurochemistry and getting on the other side of this sugar addiction roller coaster. The other thing is body work. So last year as well, there was a lack of physical touch because we were away from people. We weren't hugging, we weren't shaking hands. And body work or physical touch is so important to our every part of our body. So you could do a massage, you could do your own um, body massage or dry brushing, which is really good. It's wonderful to stimulate those nerve endings at the end of your skin and also activates your neurotransmitters. All of these things are ways, what I call is to activate your natural Prozac. <laughs> That's what I call that. Now, this is not medical advice. I'm not telling you to go off any medications. I'm adding lifestyle factors that activate your neurotransmitters. And this is something that I do every day. And also stress management, taking some time out for self-care. Don't work, 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 which just puts us in this roller coaster of a stress response. Taking time out, even if it's to slow down, and take a deep breath, which I'm doing right now, and just letting it out, giving yourself permission to stop, take a deep breath in, and a big breath out, and letting go, and just imagining that you are actually balancing your body through this technique. This is not rocket science. This is uh, lifestyle practices that change the pharmacy of your body. When I talk about shifting your neurotransmitters, I'm talking about your internal pharmacy. So we're talking about pharmaceuticals here, but natural pharmaceuticals through lifestyle. And I'm here to tell you that so much science about this work and that you can get on top of this. If you need support with this, you might consider my Sugar Buster program. DrKarenWolf.org forward slash Sugar Busters has a great free ebook for you that talks about all of this and healthy snacks that meet these guidelines and different understanding of 
how we got into this place of sugar addiction. So please join me every Wednesday at what time? 1 p.m. Pacific for my Dr. Karen Health Show podcast, where I cover the health topics that will create health in your life, in mind, body, and spirit. And thank you again for all the beautiful people giving me five-star reviews because these podcasts are helping you in your life. And if it is helping you, then drop me a review on your favorite podcast channel. So this is Dr. Karen from Dr. Karen Health Show saying be well and take care of yourself and the ones you love. Bye for now.